Welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we, your FFC hosts, count things down from three to number one. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have a suggestion for a topic for Top 3, be sure to drop us a note on Twitter, at FocusFireChat, in our Discord, or even email us at FocusFireChat at gmail.com. This week on Top 3, we are talking about our Top 3 video game themes. Music. I'm going... Yes, video game music themes, not like story. I'm so I'm I'm just happy that you remembered. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I forgot to be honest. No, he's being facetious (laughs) because I had to go halfway this week and maybe messaged him and like, what did I say we were doing? (laughs) Well, and the funny thing is, is I was editing the the previous top three because someone had to interrupt it. And I hey. had to do all sorts of special things for the... Did you guys enjoy the record scratch? That was good. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah no, I, I was actually in the middle of editing it when which he said that. And I was like, well, let me tell you. I didn't have my notebook with me at the time. And normally I write it down and like a good person. But I know I, I totally botched it. Anyway, um, I'm going to make you go first, Mr. Editor, on... Your number three. Number three is uh for me for for music like theme like overall theme of an entire game series, which is re- that is a reasonably tough request. I will be completely honest. Um, like my number one wasn't, and uh, my number two is a kind of a no brainer. But like I could I could not for the life of me. Number three was a really tough one, but um I finally decided Assassin's Creed two. Uh. Mm. Just because um, it's it's mostly, again, kind of going down like the memories that that Mm -hmm. game had. Like it was I mean, I absolutely adore Assassin's Creed 2, like the entire the entire package of the Ezio story. Um, And the I, I don't mean like I couldn't tell you like specifically anything special about the music other than what it makes you like what it makes me feel Um. So yeah, that's my my number three, which is a really weird saying that it's like you know the bottom of a list. I'm gonna say I I can concur with that one fairly easily, only because the way that the ambiance was like put together. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Most, yeah. Most of it like was ambient uh, ambient tracks. Right. But like the the way that they put it together to make you feel the difference between like uh, Forley or Florence and all of that. It just, well, it and all the way that so well together. And the way that it like it, it's it's very Bethesda like, uh, even though it's yep. an Ubisoft game. But the way that uh, the ambient music, like the just like walking music, flows into a combat music, was mm-hmm. very much like their combat system that they introduced, like that reactive combat system. And so yeah. that's like I, it's just again, it's like it's a very non abrasive. Like a lot, some video games will have like the really big, you know thundering soundtracks and all that um and it's that's not a bad thing it's just that's that's their soundtracks and and assassin's creed 2 was you know again it's more of that subtle you know just it's it's there it's you know going and it it it, it doesn't mm-hmm. put you to sleep like some ambient music does um right. i don't know it I, I i love listening to that particular soundtrack yeah beard how about you what's your number three tough call uh and i think that's going to be the case for me for like a good majority of this uh if 
I, I have like five in my head, which is the problem. And I'm like trying to, of course, think and figure out like where I want to go. But I would probably put like Final Fantasy XI, I think, as uh, my number three. Final Fantasy XI's thing is that it was, of course, done by a lot of different, uh, a lot of different composers, and they got a lot of different ones that were on. But it's not to be confused with, uh, like Final Fantasy XIV, because there were actually more people brought on for that soundtrack. Uh, I want to. I want to say, though, like, Final Fantasy XI's was, was different, or has been different, only because it was a... It, it's a... Over... Yeah, it's a it's a 20-year-old game, I think, at this point, or close mm-hmm. to. Uh, but it's been around for a while. Uh, it was... It, it, it came out, like, same time as Final Fantasy X, uh, and then it was completely different since it was an MMO uh, type game, but I know it, it has like final fantasy does. It balances those aspects of, um, of, of like inten- uh, intense, gr- uh, intensity behind it, uh, calmness behind it. So on, it just balances everything very, very well. But if there's, I, I, I will push myself to only select one Final Fantasy series because I could, like, make this all like my top three favorite Final Fantasies but mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Eleven, I think is, like, one of the top ones Runners Up, though, would uh, would have to be uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Tactics mm-hmm. still has some of mm-hmm. the best Final Fantasy music ever uh, and then I concur addition- on that Oh my god, it's it's like easily some of the the best like easy listening with intensity behind it ever. Uh but the the overall like number 3 that I think I could say as well as like an actual theme, like an only theme song would be Prelude for Final Fantasy. Nice. Uh there is no theme within Final Fantasy as a whole that is more synonymous than hearing the scale go up go down and then the the longer melodic tones that go over it if you've ever played final fantasy 7 that intro scene with the with the music beforehand that seems really disconnected and jarring from the rest of it mm-hmm. that's prelude but prelude is within a good majority of every final fantasy title so yeah like final fantasy in general i think kind of just fits it like if i were to put an artist onto it naboo amatsu is like just he's a I, I, I tend to want to say a god because he is a god at this point with the music, but he's just, he's that good. I love, like, all the Final Fantasy soundtracks are just real good. They really are. Like, you can you can take one of them and listen to it for at least a day and be totally satisfied with having done so. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some that are definitely better than others. There are certain tracks that are definitely better than others, but the good majority of Final Fantasy titles and music, you can tell the composers put their heart excuse me, heart and soul into it. I'm actually going to throw in a another I'm trying to remember the name of the composer, but I can't think of him right now. Because this mm-hmm. is actually a classic video game. And it's like with that MIDI sound, you know? The right. really old, old, old sound. But you know, my number three is actually Zelda's theme. How? Oh. And I know that seems like such a cop out, but if you hear the Zelda theme done in a symphonic way, it reminds me of one of my favorite band pieces from college, 
which was the Gustav Holst uh, suite for first suite and E flat for military band. It's one of the, his most famous pieces and it's a lot of fun and it's kind of piratey, but also just a fun, good symphonic type thing. Cause I am, yeah. Kochi Kon, uh, Kochi Kondo. Kondo. Yeah. Kondo. Yeah. But yeah, Zelda, the Zelda theme is kind of my number three. And ironically enough, I never played Zelda's, but it's still mm-hmm. one of my favorite music themes for a video game. Right. Justin, do you want to tie us out, round us out as our number threes? Yeah, yeah. My I'm I'm going uh kind of old school for my for my number three too. And it's it's not like a a standalone piece of music I would you know, like listen to a whole bunch today, but it, I remember it distinctly being the first time that I wanted music to be in my everyday life. Like I wanted theme music to just when I walked in the room and that was the street fighter two music specifically oh, Giles, yes. Giles music. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Just I still hear that when I go to the store, it's just like, it goes with everything. Are you ready with everything? combat going to the store yeah i mean i might bicycle kick you i mean don't get in the way it does that's, it that's... doesn't need to be about fighting like you're taking meat off of the uh, out, out of the freezer oh yeah <laughs> you play guys oh, oh yes. guys like is amazing yeah now and, and that's the joke is that it literally goes with everything like there's other songs that go with everything no guile's theme goes with everything it's great it's great but even the menu music for street fighter 2 yeah. was amazing for for the technology that they had to lean on to to make a piece of music cuz there's not much happening in that game it's the same screens they don't really change every now and then elephants raise their trunk not a lot happening there so you, you know like to have the music be that dynamic and engaging was was a new thing for me cuz usually up until that point for me the music was just i, I didn't even pay attention to it yeah Unless it was Mortal Kombat, and then you had to pay attention to it. Actually, I'm a Street Fighter man, but yeah. We're going to, well, we're not going to fight because I'm crap at fighting games. Blue, what's your number two? Halo series. Really? That's your number two? Oh, yeah. I bet I know what your number one is. Yeah, it's not going to be a surprise (laughs) to anybody. But yeah, no, Halo, the the entire score of Halo, really, um, I'm, I'm, you might have figured out I'm really bad at saying like, oh, this song. Like I, I don't, I don't listen to music. I, I'm kind of like a gestalt listener to things. Um, I, I kind of listen more with like how it, how I remember feeling when I first heard that song, or like I don't, I don't really remember specific songs. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, but yeah, the entire, the entire Halo series, and again, just mostly because. Uh, kind of what Justin was saying about the the Street Fighter game. It was like one of those. I remember the first time CE. Like I I remember putting that in for the first time and hearing that opening that opening song on that menu, and mm-hmm. like literally it was one of the most powerful like shivers that a that a video game soundtrack has caused. Because it was just so haunting and yet so powerful, it just it it sums up. A, it it's one of the best theme songs of an entire video game, like really you know genre, in my mind. Mm-hmm. It yeah. it's just I mean 
that song and I can't I, I can't remember which one. Oh it yeah, and then Pins 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 is pointing out too also when you first encounter the flood. I mean like oh, yeah. th- that entire soundtrack. There there were so many songs that like you guys are talking you you were talking about songs that can go with anything. These are songs that stand out because they don't. Yeah. They Delta they Halo. they Delta Halo <laughs> uh, the library you know, like, mm. I mean, these are songs that if you hear them playing in the background, it's like the Cantina band, you know, or a Fat Man. Yep. Uh, you you know exactly where it is. Like, you know, with without even thought, you know what it is. Um, but yeah, that's that's my number two is pretty much the, I mean, the entire soundtrack of Halo. I've just, it, it just, I've been very impressed with every every new iteration that they put it out. Well, and to, to jump on that point real fast, like, of course, I think uh, Marty was uh, what was very uh, influenced by, of course, the previous Halo for, for Destiny. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of course, we also had uh, Mass Effect, which also, especially the right. first one, really, like, fit its bill, too. Like, mm-hmm. Halo spawned a huge genre, yeah, I Halo. think, not only with shooters, with redefining, right. but, like, including music and the, uh, thematics and so on. Like, it is so almost necessary to the evolution of gaming the way that it was so yeah i was gonna say so important like i don't want to like undermine that so important but yeah mm-hmm. i mean i was gonna say you know halo halo is ascribed to having a lot of impact on the current state of first person shooters whether or not you like halo as a title Absolutely. you know you have to acknowledge that it, it changed the playing field but the yeah. the cool thing is exactly it, it didn't just change the game mechanics it changed yeah cinematics i mean it, it i i don't i mean yeah beard what's your number two? Oh boy a lot of people play this one actually every year um so i've been a mega man fan You're, for a very oh, very long time oh con. man are you a cod fan no oh, no mega man not that one. wow uh-huh. Now, one in particular will, of course, spark up uh, a lot of feelings for me, and I think it does for many. Uh, And it comes back to Mega Man X. Mm -hmm. It is still one of the best games of all time. Not best Mega Man games of all time. (laughs) Best games of all time. Let's make this clear here real fast. If you wow. like to fight him on that, he's got his little table with the white sign. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Convince, me. Uh-huh. Convince me. Convince me. Convince me. Uh, there is no way that you will convince me of this. And without getting too far into the discussion, it is one of the first games that really like makes you think about like how it is that you have to like combat uh, the game mechanics. And it presents you with the information ahead of time. It's freaking genius. There is no other way to go about it. Everything that they did with Mega Man X was friggin' genius. And even then, adding in the dark story and everything, having the music that they did with that game amplified it. Every (laughs) stinking second, it was amplified. And then ending up getting the PSP version and hearing the redone soundtrack that they had done for it, holy moly. It is wonderful. <laughs> it is a great upgrade over like what they had done with the original, and still keeps true to it. So, I've mm. I, there there have been some uh, themes from the Mega Man X series as it's gone along that just haven't captured everything very well. Like it really feels off. There's still a few of those that like pop up and you listen to, it and you're like, "Holy! Crap, I really want to play this level. This is great." 
but Mega Man X, X2, X3, I would even say, all three of those had soundtracks that really just fell in line and they were perfect theming for the guy that you were fighting, for the area you were in, or just setting up a little bit more of the overtone of like what's actually happening in, happening in the story. So definitely Mega Man X. It's just like it's all these memories, like talking about these different oh, games no. bring up so many different memories. Well, they just came out with the Mega Man X collection too, so not a, not a plug, by the way. But like, seriously, if you're a Mega Man X fan, like, there you go, you can go and pick them up again finally. But it's just, oh, it is it's wonderful just, to actually have them back in my life. It's amazing how game music has evolved over our generation, even. Mm. Just the you had like the the tiny MIDI type sound where it's just literally like one line or maybe two lines. Like Super Mario themed music, where it's very simple, and then we have these symphonic things that are just gut wrenching and able to have such good sound design now in games. Uh, it's just it's amazing to see how it has evolved. And honestly, my top two are going to be again more symphonic because of the way that the music in- interacts with you, or just the sound and design in general. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough. My number two is going to be kind of a shocker to some people who have kind of kept up with me on Twitter. My number two is actually going to be just Destiny. Destiny Mm -hmm. 1 and Destiny 2. Destiny 1 in particular, just because the the rock element that they brought into a lot of the the, uh, level design. Mm -hmm. Just like the Vex, and it's just, oh, I have never screamed so much in a video game. I don't play horror games. Just FYI, so me going in and seeing the high for the first time and knowing the music that's popping up and just the sound design for that, it's... And I've listened to the Destiny soundtracks way more than I have anything else. And you were talking about Marty earlier in Halo series. You can feel a lot of the the influences he had, not only in just the actual themes, but in the way that the composers in Destiny have developed that and pushed it forward another level especially like music of the spheres too like oh that, yeah that especially was built from uh the, the halo feel a little bit more which really yeah. does carry more towards like the original destiny more than anything mm-hmm. i felt like they they finally started to give destiny more of its own voice if you will i think when rise of iron came around that's where it really felt like it got its own themes and its own uh music composition that really set itself away from Halo in a lot of rights. Well, at uh, this point, the other thing that they've developed is they've taken that main theme for Destiny and they give it a new flavor with each DLC. Yeah. And I really appreciate that because it's fun to hear how the composers are going to change it. Like the Osiris theme comes to mind. First right. of Osiris was the same Destiny theme, just in a very, very Egyptian style feel. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Well, and they also took like synthwave and a and a lot of like low key, uh, I, I guess you could say like synth vibes or otherwise, and they mm-hmm. kind of like culminated them out into something else as well for the theme or for the music in general. But especially with like combining a lot of those elements with like Curse of Osiris and War uh, Warmind, especially like all of these things just really started to to show that Destiny has its own and different voice 
which I I absolutely love that they've given Destiny versus its uh, versus Halo being its its predecessor. You know, that's the the biggest thing. I just love seeing it evolve the way that it has. Oh yeah, Justin, what about your number two? So I do not appreciate going last in this <laughs> in this particular one. This is, this is not very fun. This is it's, my nightmare. It's um, hard. I'm sorry. I, what, I he said, what he said. What he said. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Destiny 1 uh, as, as my number two. Um, it's the obvious choice just because, like Green said, in terms of me like actually listening to video game music outside mm-hmm. of the game, it's the one I've listened to the most. Um, but I just think the way that I think they – they kicked it up to another another level with uh, kind of imparting the feel of a whole expansion in just a couple of notes in the opening thing. At, right. Um, so, uh, dog gets it. Um, yeah. So, so it's a car outside, <laughs> apparently. Um, no, but the high points of, of D1's, you know, um, soundtrack for me were uh, like the, the Gate Lord theme is, it's Oh my god, that's that's one of my favorite. Um and uh also one of my favorite little pieces that's just so sad sounding is uh the 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 opening theme of uh the Taken King. Yep. It's just the strings come in, it's just like wah, 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 and you're like, I feel bad for him. So it's you know, I I I love D one's music. I love D two's music too, but um Destiny One's music des- definitely uh, has a special place. Yeah, can we can we touch on that for just a second and like how much they took those themes and like panned them either back to the races that they were races or species mm-hmm. that they were like uh, linked to or the individuals that they were linked to? Like you didn't know anything really about Oryx until you started reading the Books of Sorrow outside of like the shrines of Oryx yeah. and Crota and everything and the couple bits that they showed us. But then you listen to those pieces of music and you're just like, well, what's this guy even about then at that point? Oh, like yeah. this is that yeah, that's, that's something Yeah. That's the, that's something they've done really well so far. And the, the Forsaken theme shows that even more, having the the theme that we've listened to at uh, at current is just on point. Good stuff. All right, Blue. We're we're gonna start the number ones. I know what you're going to say, or at least I think I know what you're going to say. What do you think I'm gonna say? I think you're gonna say Skyrim. Well, so partly. Uh the Elder Scrolls. Um mm-hmm. Morrowind is actually one of the most powerful soundtracks. Uh Skyrim is again a very unique soundtrack. Um I actually am not a huge fan of Skyrim's soundtrack. Uh as far as like within the realm of Elder Scrolls, it's actually one of my least favorite. Um, Oblivion is actually one of my favorite soundtracks. But then again, Morrowind. Morrowind had, um, for those who had, uh, are not familiar with how Bethesda does their role-playing games, there's a very, very strong difference. Uh, you have to pay attention to the music. Like it's very important to pay attention to the music in in Bethesda games because they are An very enemy is coming closer. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's an enemy, and you don't necessarily see them. Like that's the thing is like 
Bethesda and like most RPGs will have this like they're like oh yeah you know you can tell what's going on no Bethesda is like serious about if you're not paying attention to your music you're going to get killed um but no and so like Morrowind had just like some of the most like eerily calming uh like walking music like you and and the which was good because Morrowind didn't have fast travel um which you know, yeah. anyone who's played Morrowind so knows the pain. <laughs> no, uh, rubber band, rubber band, and the controller in a corner. Like, that's that's how you did that. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Morrowind soundtrack, just because, I mean, I just remember, I, I spent hours playing Morrowind, and mm-hmm. I just remember that, that uh, just free, free roam, you know, free roam adventure music anytime I'm playing a game. Really, like even with even with No Man's Sky, uh, Green and I were talking about this a little bit uh, uh, before the show started up, um, or before we started recording this one. Uh, no Man's Sky has a very similar feel to the Morrowind track in my mind. It's it's just you. It's it's music that just encourages you to slow down and to just you know take your time and just you know enjoy enjoy the game for you know what it is. Um, and I, I really appreciate that. I, I really like, I really like music that helps get the player immersed into the game that they're playing. And for me, you know, Elder Scrolls Bethesda just, I, I think for the Elder Scrolls series, they have done a very good job with that particular, particular trait. Um, and they're very unique. Like there, there's, there's, because uh, you know, kind of what what you guys were saying or what Green was saying is Sky, you know, Skyrim has a very unique soundtrack. Uh, Oblivion has a very unique soundtrack. Morrowind has a you know, has a very ethereal um, soundtrack, and so it, it's just you know take your pick as far as as far as that type of music goes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ray. Ray and Chad. Bethesda's music can single handedly give you a heart attack with like three or four bars of music. That is a true statement. Like, yeah. that is such a true statement. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting you there, Boo. Yeah. No, you're good. Uh, hmm. My number one should come as no shock to anybody, especially if you follow me. At least near automata. Oh wow, green's really good. Uh, near in general, uh, Keichi uh, Okabe is probably one of the uh, other, I would say, best Eastern, uh, yeah, Eastern composers of our time. Uh, he was able to take a lot of different themes and carry them over from the original Nier over to Automata itself uh, and really just strike a chord in every single one of them. Uh, there are there are several uh, themes that I can think of off the top of my head uh, that really do pull from the original Nier. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is Grandma Destru- uh, Destruction. Uh, yes, that is literally the title of the uh title of the song uh another then is emil uh which has actually changed forms three different ways uh there is uh despair uh, i can't remember the the second one that happened in the original uh near and then there is also uh god i can't even remember the one from automata uh but there's three different ways that that song has has developed and changed which is very influential, actually, to the development even of that character. 
So going back to what I said with the way that destiny kind of harkens back to its uh, its species, races, etc., or the people that they tie the songs back to, Keiichi Okabe does the same exact thing with Nier, and it's beautiful to listen to. Uh, another uh, very, very strong theme. Uh, now, now, Emil's theme is probably one of the strongest themes that people will uh, fall back on and listen to from it. Uh, but another thing that Keiichi did was take uh, songs from the original Nier and continue them in Automata. Uh, so one of them that's is That's an interesting called... idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was it was super cool when you sit and listen to it. Uh because with uh the original Nier, there was this one enemy in a mountain and in this mountain is a bunch of machines. And you have no idea that the these machines are going to be utilized in Automata later down the line. But they, uh, they, they kind of are like the, they, they built themselves up and they have this facility and so on. Uh, the one theme though is called Wretched Automata. That's actually in near, not in Automata, and that is a distinction to make, uh, which falls back on like how far uh, Yokotaro may have been like thinking about the Automata series uh, or the the game to then build up to the way that he did. So, you know, Destiny's not the only one that cuts its content, right? Uh, now, the <laughs> largest... I had to make that dig somewhere. I really did. But is it cut uh, content? Is it? Or is it just really, blue. really good planning on the part of the developer? Uh, I'm going to say, know. it's like you can storyboard or something like yeah. that and post things up what? on a damn corkboard. Excuse what? me. Trello? Uh, what? And it's, and it's just to prove, like, this is the... Like Keiichi Okabe and uh, probably had like no idea that he was going to uh, continue on with the story of the Automatons uh, at all within the uh, the way that the uh, the soundtrack was built up, but he did, and it legitimately like falls in place from like one song to the next uh, with the way that some of these uh, songs play out. So it's it's awesome to listen to. There's been a couple guys that have actually compiled. I was about to say, has anyone put songs. them together? Like that would be really yes. cool. Yeah, there's there's been a couple guys that have like compiled some of the songs that link together over. Uh but it's it's really, really neat to hear. Uh because almost all of the themes kinda like pull themselves together. and some of them even, especially with this uh Wretched Automata one, uh will actually if you play them almost like over top of each other, they actually still work perfectly. Wow. Like they actually like fit right in with each other, so you can tell as a uh, as a composer he was building this soundtrack up to mesh well uh, with the with the previous soundtrack as well. Uh, so not only is it a mathematical uh, like a, an, an astounding mathematical achievement to kind of pull this apart from like one uh, game to the next with the way that the songs actually like flow together. But it's also just amazing for him to be uh, at least like dedicated to his work enough that he wants to keep it uh, within the the same realm of work that he's done. Uh, but I cannot gush enough on the near soundtrack. Uh, it is probably one of the most empowering soundtracks that you'll ever listen to. Uh, and this actually falls back on either one of them. Listen to either one, and you're going to find at least like, 10 to 20 tracks out of each of them that will make you go oh yeah 
this is good. And it's it's great for driving. It's great for just thinking. It's great for just falling back and doing something with like relaxing. There is a a gaggle of different emotions that you can get from the near soundtrack. Uh, but yeah, if you also have not played near Automata, it will keep you busy for at least eighty hours. That's at least one thing. Secondarily, nice. it is probably one of the best stories told in gaming ever. So not only is it like one of my highest recommended games but it is definitely deserving of the title that it got last year as, like, top soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Definitely worth a listen, if you are interested at all. Nice. Blue? You're going to be proud of me. Hmm. My number one is also a Jeremy Soul song. Oh. I actually have more memories and more time put in this game than I do in Destiny, and that's saying something because it was my first video game addiction. And it okay. was Oblivion. Ah! Ah. I love that game! Did you repair oh, your yeah. armor, though? But did you do repair your armor? Okay, so that part sucked. Um, oh, no, I, I, you know what's funny is I actually really liked that part. So, oh, God, I hated that part. You would. See, I, gotta, uh, I, I get lost real... in No Man's Sky, guys. Like this, this should tell you the type of game that I gravitate towards. You right. like to farm mats. <laughs> I okay. So I... to be fair, I was the person besides like every, obviously everyone like um, athletics was always like a top skill. Yep. I would mm. sneak for yep. hours. Yep. Just to get my sneak skill up, and I would alchemy was like my favorite thing in the world to do. Oh but, really? Um, yeah, I enjoy alchemy. That was it's always fun. Like putting the mine things was, together. Mine, mine was Minecraft. sneak, sneak, and then ranged fighting, and then speechcraft. Nice. And lockpicking. Lockpicking always got maxed. Obviously. You were, you were talking about the soundtrack for Morrowind specifically. I actually really found that one creepy, personally. Right. No, that's why it was so good. But like the Oblivion soundtrack, even to this day, if I hear the walking music from Oblivion, <laughs> which is called Harvest Dawn, by the way, yeah, it mm-hmm. pops up in a Critical Role. Matt oh Mercer yeah, that's uses right. It yeah, all the time when they're just yeah. doing like very, very like general walking stuff. That's one of his tracks he uses, and I always pick up on it, and it just throws me back into high or not high school, college, and just me locking myself in my apartment and turning into um, kind of a not so me yeah turning well i didn't grow a beard but well okay fair enough i that's that's a fair point when you said jeremy soul i thought you were actually going to gravitate to to guild wars yeah so he also did the soundtrack for that between guild wars one and two those right up there is like within my top 10 i know guild wars has guild wars has some good songs yeah yeah a fairly underrated composer in the gaming well, world, I think. I think he falls in there with like the Harry Gregson Williams in a way, but Harry mm. Gregson, of course, also does a lot with like different uh, different movies to begin with as well. Like he's not just within uh, within games, mm-hmm. but Harry Gregson and a couple others really picked up more on like popularity. I think because uh, like with like uh, Klaus Bartlett too being with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, all mm-hmm. of these guys end up falling into this this same realm, I think, of, like, easily noticeable styles. But Jeremy's is big within the, the gaming world only. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that kind of differentiates the, the three of them, at least fairly decently. 
Jeremy's ability to write the tavern songs oh. is probably my favorite. Okay, Absolutely. I will I will have to give Skyrim that. Their tavern <laughs> songs are freaking hilarious. I liked Oblivion's better almost. Skyrim's really? are good too. Sky, Skyrim's yeah. I guess I guess it's mostly because I just remember Skyrim's because it's a little bit fresher. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to a couple of the Oblivion ones. There but, I mean, they have anything from like funny to really blue mm-hmm. as far as like raunchy ish and then there's <laughs> storytelling ones and it's just fun. It's I mean that this is also me saying that I I love the uh Assassin's Creed 4 and Rogue soundtracks oh, because yeah. they got the sea shanties in them. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's about the only part of Assassin's Creed 4 that I enjoyed. Yeah, I'm going to say between that and Rogue both, I think the, the, the I was like, you can keep the you can, was like, nope. ship piloting. Like, get go away. Go mm-hmm. away. It wasn't as bad as it could have been, which is oh, that's not fair. That's fair. praise at all. What but, what really bothers me though is that Ubisoft has taken that ship piloting engine and made it into a full game with what is it, uh, boned or cross and bone or something like that. I don't oh, know. Oh really? I have yeah. Oh yeah. The, see, the yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, so you're trying to take your Assassin's Creed engine and build it into something to it's to combat not going uh, to work. Yeah. People well, I say. I guess I I shouldn't People say that. People still enjoy it. You may not, but they do. Yeah. I guess this, is, this is me being some. Uh, this is me being salty about the sea. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Justin, go. And with that, Justin. Okay. So I've just y'all been having this conversation. I've just been fuming over here because. <laughs> Okay, Speaking Justin, you robot, robot, you robot. Hang on a second, you <laughs> robot hard, dude. He's mad um, because Sea of Thieves is his favorite soundtrack. No, no, no. Um, well, you know, I could have probably made this really easy and just just did Halo CE, Halo Two, Halo mm-hmm. Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I I want to save for number one my favorite track is Halo Two, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. specifically. Specifically, if you haven't gone back and listened to the anniversary edition of Halo 2, mm-hmm. um, the most bad thing, sorry, nope. um, that has ever been recorded <laughs> in the history of sound is the Halo theme remix with Steve Vai playing guitar. Oh, yeah. You, you have you not, not heard that. Just give it a listen. Yeah, do yourself a favor and go find it. Oh my lord! You just feel like you're just gonna grab an assault rifle and take the world on. Halo did you watch? Did you watch the uh, behind the scenes of that? Yes, it was I hilarious. It was I got so funny. I was watching him play. Oh my lord! Halo has some of the best like um, fan made versions of their songs. Oh yeah, yeah. That's um, but yeah, you want to talk about a. Uh, booting a game up and hearing the first couple of notes mm-hmm. and getting excited when when you would turn your xbox on to play halo 2 and the little stuff would start kind of bubbling on screen and it would go wow yeah you're gone like just that's four hours later and someone <laughs> will find you like that is my favorite music that's my jam yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, is it also because of Breaking Benjamin being in there? Oh so my god, Hit, that's also their fair. cover. Their cover of it was good. Like it I, was I, really good. I, I'm not like a huge fan of Breaking Benjamin, but I, I yeah, that was 
a very well done cover. The one thing I still have to give uh, credit to Breaking Benjamin for is even in interviews, it, it at least still feels like they are very much a part, uh, just in it for the music. Yeah. And I can't say that about many other bands that have like grown to their size. So that's something to something to <laughs> give them, especially going Here's... from Halo Two went on. Yeah. <laughs> Kamal says, "Don't listen to that while you're driving." Yes, you're correct. <laughs> Totally. Oh, that's that's like that's like putting that's like putting freaking don't stop me now on. Like, let's be let's be honest here. You don't put Queen on and drive in the car. You're gonna go a little faster than you thought. It's times like this. I just wish I had four wheel steering. Um. Oh man. Okay. So next week, I think. We're going to kind of keep on, not the music theme, but something semi-simple like this. Hmm. And do, how about top three animated movies? Oh, my God. Animated that's... movie themes? Not movie themes. Animated movies. Just animated movies. Yeah. Like, so just just movies. Titles. Yes, just oh. the movies. Spoilers, there might be a lot of Studio Ghibli. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're not allowed to take those. <laughs> okay, okay, can I get some clarification? Like, where would a Who Framed Roger Rabbit fit into this category? <laughs> that would, that would totally uh, fit. It would fit. Yeah, it would fit. Yeah, I would say, like, live action with animated characters would still fit into this. Okay, if so, half of it is animated, it'll fit just fine. Yeah. Which half? Exactly. <laughs> okay. I didn't expect to have that kind of a hot dog type question brought up. Yeah. On- yeah. Well. Well. If if we're just blurring the lines everywhere, I just want to make sure. <laughs> I mean, look, I could I could ask where like Dick Tracy fits into that, but technically that doesn't well, fit. Know, even though we it could was include, a comic beforehand, yeah. we could include any of Robin Williams's movies. He's a very animated actor. <laughs> Wow! I'm just saying. Patch. Patch was really weird. Or there, there was one where he was like a film developer. No, that wasn't Patch. Oh uh, yeah, Patch was a one hour photo. Or yeah, yeah, that's right. what that one was. Yeah, yeah. Don't, now don't. That you don't, don't let's not go there. No, I'm yeah, sad. We're not. We're not going to no, talk about that one. I'm well, now that you got a sneak peek of next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Want to move on? Definitely. Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you next week with top three. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.